0: introducing the award list winning podcast it's the intellectual saviors with your host the because we're ready to wrap this
1: up no. oh i'm sorry did you telling. want to say something still
0: the ginger bear they, they believe in like greenhouse gashes and in like you know the earth is really old and stuff they're stupid <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I know it sounded like a huge mess, but uh, that first little part with Michael was him interrupting Boggs on purpose. I just thought it was too funny.
1: He's so upset he didn't <laughs> even show up this week.
0: Yeah, Boggs is uh, M.I.A. He got pissed off that we were interrupting him all week uh, last week. So, or he'll, all show last week, I should say.
1: Yeah, he'll get over it. <laughs> he'll get over it eventually.
0: Anyway, yes, we are the intellectual saviors. Make sure to check us out on the Twitter verse, mm-hmm. the Facebook verse, mm-hmm. and the Podbeanverse.
1: verse. Sure. And iTunes.
0: iTunes. For
1: downloading on the go.
0: Gmail. Uh, Google Plus. <laughs>
1: Just Bingas. Uh In- yeah. Or Google us.
0: Bing us or Google us.
1: Or Alta Vistas.
0: No. Nobody likes to be Alta Vistas. <laughs> oh,
1: sorry. sorry.
0: Is that even an upsell? Uh I think it is. Good and Lord. I think it's still set up like it's from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our listeners even know what AltaVisa is. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: throwing that out for the old school. I That's th- for the AOL dial-up people out there. I
0: actually think it might be... I think they might be owned by Yahoo now. <sighs> I'm, I'm not sure. Jesus
1: Christ, I hope so. Otherwise, they're completely out of business. I don't even
0: know why they'd still be up unless they're used in like other countries. Probably Because it's like You know the government Doesn't search Alta Vista searches the, I was going to say Yeah no <laughs> shit That's the one That they can get away with In
1: China <laughs>
0: Oh Like nobody's going to Look at this Yeah Nobody's going Nobody even uses Alta Vista anymore Why would they look And surveil this
1: <laughs> So we'll have to start Using it pretty soon Yep pretty much Maybe the NSA Won't be able to crack that
0: Nah they'll figure out a way Of course they will Bastards <sighs> Yep 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 well, so a lot of shit going on this week. Yep, yeah, big big stuff. Tons of stuff. Uh, first and foremost, um, I'd like to give a big middle finger to the asshole who stole my idea and took my product for a money eating uh, alarm clock. Fuck you, asshole. Yep, yeah. it's copyrighted on the show, bitch. I hope you got that patent before that show. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna guess so, since they already have the no, product in production. Well, I looked I think at we're the. Screwed on that one. I think I
0: looked at the date because. Uh, Ava, send it over. Yep. Um, so I looked at the date of that article, and I think it was like a couple of days after our show or something like that. Yeah, that's the first thing
1: it, I did, too. I looked at it, and I was like, oh, damn it. So Look at more that.
0: than likely you probably had that idea before. But I, it's not tied to uh, your bank account, so we can patent that shit.
1: It's true. So yeah, you, you actually have to put cash into In it.
0: lieu of that, um I am now paranoid, and I don't want to give away any more products. So, (laughs) that segment is now dead. However, I am going to leave with one gem left out of my my. Eric Pitches a Product segment. Um, And this one, I think, is absolutely brilliant. So, hopefully, nobody else steals this one.
1: I'll make that decision. Uh,
0: um, So, everybody has been on a huge big, and rightfully so, no texting and driving, right? Mm -hmm. As you should be. Shouldn't text and drive? You're, uh, I I can't I remember seeing a stat, but they were essentially saying you're worse than a drunk when you're texting and driving. Yeah, I saw that too. That's (laughs) really fucking bad. I believe it. Drunk, Uh, and yeah, even today I saw some guy that was just all over the highway and he had his fucking phone up looking at a text. So my idea would be a small little projector that would sit on the dashboard and it would project up your text message onto the windshield and it'd be translucent so you could still see through it, but it'd be essentially just like a road sign. You read road signs still, and mm. it's a lot easier to concentrate on the road with your face up and it'd be tied to your Bluetooth. And then you could have a button on your steering wheel where you'd hit it and you could talk and then it would reply that text back.
1: I like that better. I think I don't know about that because yes, here's
0: the thing: people are gonna fucking do it. I mean, it's I uh, I think it, is it illegal in Texas now? It is. Yeah. So there's obviously people still fucking doing it. So people are gonna do it. So the best way around it is to find a way to make it as accessible as possible and as safe as possible. And honestly, I think that that's the best way to do it: is to have some kind, and it wouldn't be intrusive. Like, don't make it giant. Make it enough to where you can read it while you're driving, your face is up, so you're seeing the road around you, and then on top of that, you don't have to look down and fumble with your phone if you need to reply, you can reply it just using your voice. You'd hit the button, it would cut off any music that you have, and then you'd say reply to text, whatever, Yeah, you know, or to whoever.
1: Well, I think some of the cars now, they have them set up, so when you receive text, if if I, I think if it's hooked up some way via bluetooth that it'll actually read the text to you
0: no fuck that it's much cooler to have it reading <laughs> up on your fucking on your windshield
1: i think i think for safety purposes it might be i think really with since they have the chips and most of these cars now like the ford has the sync system and uh, i don't know other manufacturers have their little systems in place where you yeah. can do the voice activated like you know, if you have your iPod or whatever it is with your phone too, I think they should have some kind of a chip in it. And with all the new phones, this should be a government mandate where as soon as you get inside your car and turn it on, that Bluetooth hits, it automatically will disable your texting. see,
0: that was the thing. That was my original idea when I was thinking of this. uh, it only work in new cars though. Was that, yeah, it would be something that is attached to your car and your cell phone. Like you had to sync them and then it would, it would, Shut off your texting. That was my original idea, but then I'm like, well, people are gonna people are gonna find a way around that. So how can you make it safer? And that was my idea. Yeah. So but from what it sounds like, it sounds like they're already kind of doing something like that, but voice. Yeah. So fuck you guys, mine is oh, cooler. Oh. Much more futuristic. Although the I fucking th- voice talking to you, come on. I do
1: like the come projector on. thing, like if you get um like picks and stuff sent to you if you can pull up the pics on the Ooh, thing.
0: yeah on the projector like yeah, some, send me your titties bitch yeah that would titties. be great
1: you get you know tits some over old, your windshield some kid
0: you, in a minivan right next to you <laughs>
1: you can see the projected on there that's where it's awesome you get friends and you know you're they're in their car and you're talking to them and stuff Send them, Dude, like, dick pics or, like or a picture of your balls some or something. They got their wife and kids in the car.
0: Some asshole in front of you is, like, acting like a dick. Just call your friend and tell him to uh, text you a picture of his middle finger or something just so it shows up giant on your fucking windshield. There you go.
1: <laughs> or do that thing like they used to always talk about, like, make your phone number see? your There's so license many plate. applications
0: to this. It's fucking genius.
1: It could be fun. There's no doubt about it. I don't know how much more safe it'll make us, but it definitely be could be it's fun, It's translucent.
0: Though. You can see through it. <laughs> And your head is up. That yeah. that is like usually the number one thing. Is that and that even goes with like, you know, fumbling around with the radio or whatever. Your head's down. It's dangerous no matter what. Yeah. Heads up it's sure. I don't know what the stat would be, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot safer just to have your head up, period. Even if you are distracted.
1: There's only one person's head that should be down in the car while you're driving down the road. That's your girlfriend's or your wives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Or
0: liaisons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, so don't steal that people. We're working yeah, on that. Bastards. That's technology that we'll get to in a
0: few years. <laughs> or never. Yeah. Or never. <laughs> we're just raking in the copyrights on these. That's all yeah. we're doing. Yeah, we
1: gotta start trademarking them before we release the shows. Right. Have to come up with a clever title for all it right. So
0: besides some asshole stealing my idea and probably coming up with it before me, (laughs) (laughs) what else has been going on?
1: Uh, I don't know. You want to get into the hard-hitting news items of the day?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Well, I guess the first big one of the week was the uh, Supreme Court overruling, or I guess basically just taking out that section of the Civil Rights Act that gives the— is it was at the office of the attorney general that has kind of the say over with the states like they have the final say on when they make law changes to like voting and stuff. Um, I, I think it's the I think so. AG's office. I'm not sure cuz I know Holt uh, Holder shot down some stuff because I remember they they cut that portion out and of course the Supreme Court came and J- Judge Roberts made some statement saying that you know, they they didn't feel it was necessary anymore because we've advanced so much as a society, like racism's not a problem anymore, so we don't have to worry about it. And
0: incorrect, um, sir. Yeah, and it was just like And to you, sir, all I have to say is look up still dreaming. No shit. <laughs> and our the, podcast on racism. It was
1: just in this past year, they've Holder himself, they've used that that portion of the law to overturn like two or three different yeah things that uh, here in Texas and this is funny. Like as soon as I got struck down, the next day, did you see that Texas? Oh yeah,
0: a, immediately the, uh, the voter ID, the, the voter ID, there, and then and uh, they're already working on redistricting. Re- redistricting <laughs> <laughs> yep. to try Already looking to <laughs> screw minorities, elderly, pretty much anybody who votes Democrat.
1: So fantastic, dude! I love yeah. Texas, man. This is such a great state. I mean, they didn't even like wait for the goddamn roll in the like the ink to dry on the nope. you know.
0: Yeah, he came out and he's like, "It's going to be immediate."
1: I mean, Texas wasn't the only state. There was a couple others that did the same shit. I think. However,
0: like- there was one thing. I think our the DMV said that they will give out free IDs to anybody who does not have one. Oh, really? Yeah. They they came out That's after good. he said that. They're like, we're giving away free IDs to anybody who does not own one. Oh my god. So, I I mean, to be honest, like that. There's still restrictions there because you have yeah. you know people that are handicapped that can't get there. Um, you have people that don't have cars that can't get there. Um, You have language barriers, people that don't speak English that, you know, they're they're just because sometimes anytime you create a barrier, you're always going to have a certain percentage that just don't follow through Mm -hmm. just because they don't want to deal with the hassle or the embarrassment of not being able to accomplish their goal. So when you put up roadblocks and barriers, you're just trying to whittle away as much as the population as you possibly can. So that's kind of the way I look at it is like, yeah. You know, we have these nice systems set up, but if we're putting up these roadblocks, it's just making it that much more intrusive to those who want to either vote or whatever they want to do. So it's just, it's a bad, bad gig for everybody in Texas and America.
1: Yeah, and one thing about that law, you know, everybody has to have an ID. The funny thing about there's some of the things that are written in there, like, for instance, um, like a college... A student college ID I don't think is acceptable, but yet a gun license. Like if you had a concealed gun license, Fucking that's Texas, acceptable. Fucking Texas. <laughs> I mean, it's like. You can be a oh, moron Jesus who Christ.
0: doesn't even graduate high school and you have a gun license. You can vote. But being an educated so college person. No, that's not acceptable at all. I may be. R- wrong. I'm
1: not. I, I will say I may be wrong. on, But there, it's, there's some silly shit in there. Like I, that, I hope or, you are
0: because that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. either that or that like. so stupid. But I mean, just the it fact. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all.
1: But just the fact that you can use a gun registration. <laughs> yeah. Like that can be your valid ID to vote. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's Texas for you.
0: Yep. <laughs> and sir, do you have a gun rack with that hunting license?
1: <laughs> and then, what do you say, Eric? We took the step or takes took step backwards and now we're taking a step forward yeah, it, the next day.
0: It, it like it weirded me out because the whenever I heard that they just gutted the Voting Rights Act, I'm like, oh fuck, they're not even gonna even bother with Doma. Yeah. And then I'm driving on my way to work and I'm listening to D- Diane Reem. That's right. <laughs> Still listening to her. Hey Diane. Um, yeah. Hey baby. Um, and she's like in the middle of some interview and she just stops it and starts going into the the Supreme court, you know, voting that DOMA is unconstitutional. And I'm like, the fuck. It was huge. <laughs> and what's great is in this dude, if you don't, if you're not on Diane Reem, you need to get on her. <laughs> not literally, uh, hey, no. but like you could hear like the excitement in her voice. <laughs> Cause she's, she's just one of those people that sh- she's for the people and she's for whatever helps out people. Um, you know, wh- whatever makeup they come from. So, yep. You you could hear it in her voice. Nice she was just to. like, finally, you know, it's about damn time. Um,
1: well, regardless of what they said on that, it was still heading that way. It just so, that that ruling that, just helps it.
0: That's great, because essentially what that does is it makes it a state battle. That means the federal court is out of gay marriage. They're, they have nothing to say about yep. it, which is fantastic because they don't have a right to say anything about it. And even on the state level, I personally don't think that they have the right to say anything about it, but that fight can now go down and be won. And I think actually it's gonna be won a little bit more easily than people like to think. Even in Texas, I think people talk about how no, I don't think it's gonna happen. But It'll really be a struggle. if I, I think there are there's a strong support in the major cities of Texas. Uh, I know DFW, they did a poll directly after this. I can't remember exactly how many people they polled, but there was a 54 to to uh, whatever the hell, uh, <laughs> 54 to 54% of the population of DFW, according to this poll, mm-hmm. supported gay marriage.
1: They just like the gay sex part.
0: Um, and you know Austin's going to be overwhelmingly for gay yeah, marriage. Yeah, definitely. Um, Houston, not too sure. That might be borderline. San Antonio's out. <laughs> uh, there's too many Catholics down there.
1: I don't know, though.
0: Um, but really, I, I I think it would be... I, I don't think easily. I think I may have overstepped a little bit there. But I think if it's not being brought to the table, it should be. We it, should at least try. Somebody in, in our government should try and push that. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere right now. It immediately flipped uh, the California. um, The Prop 8. Yeah, the Prop 8 is gone. So now everybody who got married before that, their marriage is now valid.
1: Yeah. And then they can start marrying people again. I think next month they're going to start.
0: And yeah, they're, and man, I mean. The big
1: thing on that was the Prop 8 is, they threw it out because they said, uh, the people who brought the case up, were basically those kind of religious elts that are like, well, it causes harm to my marriage kind of thing. And they're it like, was, look, it doesn't involve you. It doesn't bother The prop, prop thing you. was
0: Mormons. Yeah. It, and it they're like, Mormons. And it, they funded the shit out of that.
1: And, and basically, the, the judges have said, you know, this doesn't affect you. It doesn't concern you. So no. this is a non—you have no case here. So that's great. So that takes care of those petty cases when they get propaganda. I think the big thing with DOMA is one of the—I um, don't know if it was Kennedy— um, he was kind of like the swing vote, like he usually is, of course, because you had the four liberal judges voted yeah. for and Kennedy. And then his, I don't know if it was him, but, but when they read their or write their little, I don't know what the hell they call their papers afterwards. I'm so out of it right now. So sorry, kids. I've been on drugs yeah, all week. I've he's been sitting up on drugs. But, uh, when they write their papers afterwards, they kind of expressed like why they came to their decisions and stuff. He, um, one of the things he cited was that uh, Loving versus Virginia, which is the case that allowed uh, black and white people to get married. Yeah. In Virginia, and basically saying you, you can't discriminate against people because of their, you know, race, color, creed, whatever, across the board. So I think the great thing about him putting that in the argument was then when you start seeing these states, like on the state level, we're talking about when they start kicking them out, saying, no, no, we're not going to allow it then it turns into a civil rights issue yeah. where there's already kind of a precedent set because he put it in the argument. Oh yeah.
0: I I mean, so. I think I stated it in a previous podcast, I can't remember which show, <laughs> um,
1: they all run together yeah. at this point, but our genius
0: it, I, I, I remember stating that it's just kind of funny how we go in these cycles. You know, it was the civil rights mm-hmm. and now it's gay rights. Uh, eventually it's going to be transgender rights I think
1: the next big fight will probably be like legalization of marijuana, or
0: well, that's not really. Well, I'm I'm talking about like the the uh, oppression of people who are born a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I mean, really, here here's what it comes down to, and you know, people and (laughs) I've actually had somebody argue this with me before. I they they have to be a fan of Bill O'Reilly. But (laughs) so I was talking about gay marriage to them and they're like, well, if we allow that, then you're going to allow pedophiles and, you know, polygamists and all blah, 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 blah. Typical Um, argument. Here's the thing. The way that I have the way that I kind of structure my life and the way that I kind of build how I think is that you shouldn't bring harm to other people. And. If what you're doing does Then it is wrong It's inherently wrong If it's violating somebody else So Gay marriage That's not really violating anybody It's consensual Transgender That is consensual Uh, Cross race That is consensual Uh, A kid And a a man or a woman or whatever uh, A minor Uh, No (laughs) No It's okay over
1: in the Middle East.
0: And even then, like, there might be, like, some cases about, you know, some teacher and wherever having sex with one of her students who's a male. And at the time, yeah, he might find it consensual. But really, in the eyes of the law and our uh, civilization—or not our civilization, but our society here in America, is that that is wrong. He is too young to make that decision— Or if it's a girl too young to make that, she's too young to make that decision. And it could overstep and cause a lot of complications down the road for that individual. And especially if they're even younger than, you know, the teens. Mm -hmm. That's when it gets to the point to where it's like the kids just don't know any better. And then they're scarred for life. So that is absolutely hurting somebody. So that is why that is deemed wrong in my eyes. So... Just because I'm for gay marriage does not mean I'm for everything under the sun. Nah, there, I mean, there are people that are probably have a chemical imbalance in their mind and they become deviants who are attracted to, you know, mi- minors or whatever. Uh, so they have that natural urge. It's just a matter of how can you purge that? How can you prevent that from happening in the future? You know, how do you properly raise somebody to where they don't have that kind of imbalance? And on top of that, you just cannot allow it, period. So I just wanted to put that stamp right there so nobody can fucking say shit. Because I know it comes up, so.
1: Okay, everybody know where Eric stands. (laughs) Nah, I do like that, though. As soon as that passed, I can't remember. I think... It, who the first asshole was to say, I think it might have been like Rand Paul or something come down and they start that uh, whole course. fucking bestiality, polygamy shit. It's like, yeah, we get yourself. it, dude. We get it. That's what it's going to lead to every time.
0: No, it's not. It'll be fine. It'll just be people getting married, more people getting married. Lottie freaking da.
1: Yeah. And I don't see what the problem is because the more, uh, homosexual come couples to get married that's less abortions that they have to worry about
0: <laughs> and that will be more adoptions
1: there you go hey how about that kill two birds with one stone or one fetus with one stone or speaking of abortion that, like that see i was trying to lead you into that way so i'm good i'm good like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in texas this week yay texas uh rick perry tried to put in a uh a bill that would make it uh, illegal to have an abortion after twenty weeks.
1: Yep, twenty weeks.
0: Uh, yeah, twenty weeks. After twenty weeks, you couldn't have an abortion uh, according to this bill or this law. And uh, what was her name? Wendy Davis. Wendy, senator, right? Yep, state senator. senator.
1: There's Wendy one other Davis. part. There's one other part of that, though. Also, it's I can't remember like the number of abortion clinics. And t- I mean, Texas. Everybody knows we're it's a pretty good side state. Oh, and yeah, uh, that's
0: right. The bill would also go ahead.
1: Sorry. We've got like, I'm going to say, like, I think there's like 4750 some odd abortion clinics, but there are new regulations they put on them. I'm not going to go through all because off the top of my head, I don't know. But um, they have to have all these new upgrades. Like they have to almost be like many hospitals. And there's a lot of regulations and rules that they have to have in place that they shouldn't have to have because yeah. any doctors that perform these procedures say these are over, you know, it's an overkill And um, I mean, there are procedures that you don't have in like dentist's office or, you know, I mean, just all these other things. They're trying to add this extra shit on. So there's all these extra costs, like the retrograde, these um, facilities, I mean, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars and most of these clinics couldn't do it. And they'd only have like a month to do, to comply. I mean, it's a ridiculous bill. And because of that, if they went through with that bill, not only would they you know, take out all abortions after 20 months, regardless of health, the mother, everything. I mean, we are talking about taking all, all the stipulations, but it would reduce the number of clinics to like five. Yep, five. Within the whole state of Texas. So, yeah,
0: Texas is fucking huge. Yeah,
1: it's not. Yeah, I was gonna say it takes like, you know, 12 hours of drive from fucking. And the majority of <laughs> people
0: that are going to have an abortion are usually people that can't afford to travel that far. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but these people are also typically under a great deal of stress, so you're just adding more to their plate unnecessarily because you believe in the sanctity of life. Exactly.
1: You fucking dicks. So anyway, do you want to talk about old Wendy and what she
0: did? Uh Yeah, so she uh, filibustered. Um, she had to stand for, what, how long did she stand? Uh, she had to stand for 12 hours, but I think she stood for 14 or something like that. Yeah. Was, um, I mean, yeah and she couldn't go to the bathroom. She couldn't kneel. She couldn't lean. Uh, there were like <laughs> a lot of little weird things that she could not do. Yeah, she was supposed to stay she on top the go. Yeah, the she couldn't time. go off topic. Uh, and she, she powerhoused it, man. She stood up there with her fucking tennis shoes and... <laughs> With her mic, and she just kept on going and kept on going, and she made it happen. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, afterwards, Rick Perry was a, a cocksucker, like he always is. Um, yeah, Called her out, which I'm going to play some audio here in a little bit. And then he uh, is definitely going to put the bill back into place, and he is almost for certain not going to make it to where it can be filibustered and a dead uh, a dead law. Uh, he's not going to make that mistake twice and more than likely it's going to be passed anyway in Texas. I'm just hoping that because of Wendy, uh, that's going to bring enough light to the subject and that is going to rally the troops. Cause really um, even friends of mine that uh, you know, they don't follow politics too closely, but you know, th- when they do find out about something, they do go out and vote and they do try and stop certain things from happening or, Get thing, get the ball rolling on something Didn't even know about this You know they had no idea So I think if there's enough Support against it Then it, it's possible That you can sway The politician that's voting On it in your district Because it's just It's completely unnecessary to do it And it, 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 all it's going to do is Create more deadbeat parents It's going to Create unwanted children i mean really it, it's a it's a horrible horrible deal for everybody and you want to talk about putting a lot on somebody's plate that is putting 18 years of something on a plate <laughs> no shit and a shitload of money later and a, more than likely a lot of government funds all you fucking republicans out there not in this state
1: that's one thing about texas that's also great is like we have had some of the deepest cuts in like Uh, food programs for children and education. And also we have the most uh, children uninsured of any state in the, in the United States right now. So let's keep adding to that (laughs)
0: Let's grow them numbers. Just so frustrating. I, I don't understand how people expect the world to get any better when we treat each other like shit. I don't understand it. It it's common sense. We are collective. we, we work together. That's the only way we can survive. Yeah, we gotta save the little babies for Jesus. And, yeah, we save the little babies for Jesus, but whenever they're born, we fuck them in the ass. Yeah. Well, and tell them to go screw themselves. They're on their own. Then. Don't take my tax dollars, you son of a <laughs> bitch. What the fuck? You told me to be born, you asshole. I was born into this bullshit. Like, oh, my God. I, mm. All right, I'm just going to play the comment from Rick Perry because I'm getting really pissed off for now.
2: (laughs) Because no life, no life is trivial in God's eyes.
0: Hold on. If no life is trivial in God's eyes, why does he kill babies? Why does he allow them to die?
1: No, he's trying to stop that. But don't no,
0: work. no, 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 not the aborted ones, the ones that do get birthed, or the ones that die during birth. If it's oh. not trivial, why the fuck does he allow it to Oh, happen? you're talking about
1: sweet baby Jesus allowing that to happen? Yeah, uh, i
0: saying. That's God's will. Yeah, he gets it both ways, that cocksucker. <laughs> anyway.
2: The fact is, who are we to say that uh, children born in the, the worst of circumstances can't grow to live successful lives?
0: Uh, especially when you give them jack shit and you throw them in jail whenever they steal to feed themselves. Don't worry about that. In fact,
2: even the woman who filibustered the Senate the other day was born into difficult circumstances. She was the daughter of a single woman. She was a teenage mother herself. She managed to eventually graduate from Harvard Law School and serve in the Texas Senate. It's just unfortunate That she hasn't learned from her own example, that every life must be given a chance to realize its full potential and that every life matters.
0: All right, fuck you, asshole. You didn't live her goddamn life. You have no fucking idea what it's like, you privileged little prick. She does. That is why she filibustered this, you piece of shit Get the fuck out of my face. I'm sick and tired of you, Rick Perry. It's so easy
1: to set up on the throne and preach to everybody else. You know, it's like that one guy, we had the story on him before. um, That guy, oh, my God, DeJarlis, the rep out of uh, Tennessee or something, who was, you know, so, you know, anti-abortion and stuff. I mean, that was his big thing was family values and, you know, anti-abortion. And then, of course, he was cheating on his wife with, like, patients and stuff and he had his wife had had like a couple abortions and he had to have his girlfriend get aborted. i mean it's like they're so goddamn two-faced and stuff and they don't see the other side of it they've got their religious spectrum that they know there's through.
0: no empathy whatsoever
1: yeah it's just like hey man look at her she had the fucking kid and look how good she turned out it's like i don't
0: all turn out like that yeah, the majority of them do not make it exactly. successfully
1: And she made the choice to have that child. Some women don't want to have that child. They know they're not in a place to have a child. They don't have the support system.
0: And as he said, she was in that situation. So she, out of everybody, has a better understanding about what it takes. And I guarantee you there were probably times in her life that she probably was regretting it. I I mean, maybe, like, it might have crossed her mind, but I'm just saying, like...
1: Waited until the baby was asleep and went in there with the clothes hanger.
0: But... I mean, she she knows what it's like. She knows what oh, it, too it takes. It so how in the fuck can he sit there and say <laughs> that she needs to learn from her example? Like, what?
1: This is coming from an asshole who, every li- Mr. Every Life is Precious, He that we've executed more people in this state than any other. I think we just did our 500. 500, yep. And one of the people that he executed under his term uh, was a, a mildly retarded gentleman, I'm trying to put that in a nice way, but that's yeah. So it's like that was okay. at the
0: national life or national right to life uh conference in Dallas.
1: So he's Mr. Fucking every life is precious. Every life
0: is precious. Okay. Unless of course you kill somebody in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> like come on, dude. You need to have a disclaimer. <laughs> Asterisk. Yeah. Pro-death penalty, (laughs) pro-war, anti-abortion. Every life is precious. (laughs) Every life is precious. Hashtag unless you kill somebody in Texas. Ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it has been a hell of a good week around here. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, that he's already planning to run another special session to ramrod that fucking thing through. I don't know when they're planning on doing it, but... I mean, every time they hold one of those, I mean, first of all, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars for the taxpayers because they have to get everybody in there and open up because they're actually closed to recession right now. I mean, the special session is they reopen up government just to try and get these bills across. That's why, like you were saying, your friend didn't know about it. No one did. I mean, they just tried to, like, force it in, you know, at the last second when they're out of session. So They know what they're doing. They're no fucking dummies. It didn't work, though, this time.
0: So it's a little delayed, but I think Rick Perry deserves this.
2: It's the dick of the week.
0: <laughs> dick of the week. Rick Perry. He'll win
1: it again sometimes, so don't worry okay, about
0: congratulations, it. Congratulations, you asshole. <laughs> okay.
1: I got something a little bit on the lighter side for you. This oh, is yeah? a, It's a little Jesus, and it's a little abuse. Oh. I thought this was pretty funny. Always oh, it brightens up my day? I think you'll like this story. I saw this. Two bad blogs in here. You'd love this one. First of all, I read this. Um, the headline is called Spanking for Jesus. <laughs> so it piqued what? my interest right off the bat. And the very first line of this article says, What happens when you combine 50 shades of gray with fundamentalist Christianity? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a new movement spreading throughout the Christian community called Christian Domestic Discipline. And uh, basically, it's like, When uh, It's a household arrangement between a man and a wife where the man dominates the woman using divinely appropriate spankings. Uh, The Christian domestic discipline emphasizes the absolute power of a husband over his wife, a situation that is purportedly supported by biblical teachings. Or as their website states, it is... The unusual relationship as a marriage set up according to the guidelines set forth in the Holy Bible, meaning the husband has authority over his wife within the bounds of God's word and enforces that authority, if need be, through discipline, including, but not limited to, spanking. (laughs) Wow. So that's a reason to become a Christian right there. Getting kinky. Yeah, there's a psychologist who came out and he said that... uh, this was an unhealthy and distorted way to fulfill suppressed sexual desire through a religious <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> wonder why he would say that. It's pretty funny. He went on, he said, a relationship that infantizes a woman is one that clearly draws a more pathological group of people, or as I like to no call doubt. them, Christians. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he didn't say that. That's me. That's you. <laughs> And uh, I got this one thing here because unfortunately I had to let Eric on a little secret. I've been having some troubles on the home front. and I may be on the market pretty soon. So I was trying to prep uh, for my uh, Match.com fucking that I'm going to be putting out there for my what I'm looking for in a woman. And I found this article. I think it's pretty fucking special. This is from uh, Housekeeping Monthly Magazine. uh, May 13th of 1955. This is the Good Wife's Guide. Okay. So these are some things that they listed that women should do to keep their husbands happy. And I I approve of a lot of these. So I think I'm going to put them down as what I'm looking for when I start filling out. Um, The first one is, have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal ready on time for his return. This is a way of letting him know that you've been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. I agree with that. I want my meal ready when I get home. Show me um, that you're concerned. Um, Prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest up so you look refreshed when he arrives home. Touch up your makeup. Put a ribbon in your hair and be fresh looking. Oh Jesus, some of these are so great, dude. Uh, This one's only if you have kids. Otherwise, dismiss this one. But prepare the kids. Take a few minutes to to watch the children's hands and faces comb their hair if necessary change their clothes they are the little treasures and he would like to see them playing that part <laughs> uh greet him with a warm smile and show sincerity in your desire to please him yeah okay i like to see that one just once <laughs> in my life listen to him you may have a dozen important things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. Remember, his topics of conversation are more important than yours. Wow. <laughs> 1955, buddy. Jesus. I just got a couple more. These are the the last one's the best one, but uh, make the make the evening his. Never complain if he comes home late or goes out to dinner or other places of entertainment without you. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure and his very real need to be at home and relax. Let's see, and uh, last couple here, and these are probably the best ones. Don't ask him any questions about his actions or question his judgment or integrity. Remember, he is the master of the house, and as such, will exercise his will and truthfulness. You have no right to question him. Whoa. (laughs) And then the last one is, a good wife always knows her place. (laughs) (laughs) So... For any of you women out there, if you're looking for a man, just remember those. Those will help you find a quality guy. And uh, if you see those on a match.com, then that's probably going to be mine. So be sure to say hi. <laughs> I was going to save that for um, an old friend of ours, but she hasn't shown back up on the show yet because uh, she was telling me about her man problems once. So I was going to give her those for helpful <laughs> hints, but I figured I might as well just Throw them out there and try and be helpful, man. Because all of us guys, man, we got our women problems. And
0: are, you, are you saying it would be much better if they were subservient? Nah, man, not at all. Maybe you should be religious if you think so. Be a fucking Baptist.
1: I'll give them some fucking some religious spankings. I'll give them some God <laughs> spankings.
0: <laughs> oh, those fucking crazy Christians.
1: This is the way God wants me to do <laughs> <Bend> over,
0: <bitch. laughs> all right. I guess we can get into the topic. Maybe.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Why not? Uh, so the topic is the government stripping away rights. Um, and I mean, we've been kind of going over that the past couple of uh, episodes just because of all this stuff with NSA and PRISM and all that other shit that's going on. Um I know we've talked about it before but uh stripping away rights you know like the drone strikes that Obama has put on uh, American citizens overseas uh without a uh court or uh, any kind of conviction um you have the countless amounts of people that are in jails and detained uh without a trial um or without even knowing what they're detained for That goes with people in Gitmo and in people in other prisons because if you're just deemed a terrorist, they can just put you in jail and that's it. You're fucked. Um, There's been quite a few things that have been going on for a while. I mean, obviously, the majority of it began with uh, the Bush administration. And uh, as much as I thought that it would stop and it would cease under the Obama administration, it seems to have just proliferated. And really sunk in roots, and it seems to only be getting worse, uh, which doesn't make sense to me at all uh, i i don't know exactly what his aim and goal is uh, it, it it just it weirds me out because he he seems to be so liberal on other things, and then uh, when it comes to national security and all this other bullshit that 's just a complete facade, um, he doesn 't give a shit. And he just kind of lets it all run rampant. Um, yeah, he
1: that I wish he would take he did that speech a couple of weeks ago and we kind of discussed it where he got up and said, hey, you know, I mean, yeah, we did the drone strikes and stuff. But, you know, it was legal because of this and this and the War Powers Act and I can get away with it. Congress really needs to take those away from me. I really want Congress to take them away from me. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm doing this shit, but, I mean, I have authority. I don't want to have to do it. I don't want to do it, but they then, won't take it away from me, so I have to do it. Don't
0: fucking do it,
1: you asshole. Yeah, he's he kind of gets on my nerves a little bit with that as well.
0: It, Yeah, so um, there was a little bit of an uh, e- extension to the whole uh, uh, detaining somebody without a, a court or uh, without a trial or any kind of... Uh, Knowing why they're being detained. In April 2012, the Supreme Court, they announced um, that a person arrested uh, can be held, even, even held temporarily, is subject to a strip search, no matter how minor the charge, without any evidence that might be carrying a weapon or contraband. That was on April 2nd, 2012. So essentially, if you are being arrested or held, regardless of what you did, you can be strip searched. (laughs)
1: Kind of makes being a cop more fun. (laughs) That's
0: fucking ridiculous. That is absolutely absurd.
1: To be pulling over every hot girl. Yeah, you were uh, speeding. You didn't put your turn signal on when you made that lane change.
0: And there are countless amounts of accounts from uh, all across the nation. Uh, Most of them happen to deal with race. Race. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I don't believe you. Where a black man gets pulled over for something, and then he gets held, and then he's strip-searched and looking for weapons or contraband.
1: Yeah, we're past all that. That's what Judge Roberts told me this week.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, no more racism, right? Um, Let's see. What else do you have? Oh, the Edward Snowden whole ordeal. Uh, that actually kind of cracks me up because the government is essentially saying, look, look. You can't have secrets. Your life needs to be an open fucking book to us. We, however, need to be secret. Don't you fucking dare tell anybody anything about us. They're trying to protect us, man. <laughs> Come on. Give me a fucking break.
1: I don't really understand what he did that's so bad. I mean, he came out and just said, hey, guess what? The NSA is collecting a bunch of information on you guys. He's, and you know, phone, internet records and blah, blah, blah. It's like no shit. Yeah. He, I mean, does now
0: he's... he's Deemed a traitor. It's like, we kind
1: of know that already. And
0: um, I know that some people have come out and said that uh, because of his comments, uh, we're going to see reverberation in, in the terrorist wake. And their tactics are changing because of the things that he said. Yep. Guess what, assholes? Their tactics are always fucking changing because they know that they cannot have a pattern. They cannot be predictable, duh. That's how they get away with it is by doing something different. <laughs> that, that's why it cracks me up when they're so like airtight on uh air security. It's like, yeah, I understand it, but at the same turn, like now everybody's aware of it. Everybody's looking out for it, So it's going to be harder for them to make that happen if they ever try it again. So they're gonna go down a different path. They're gonna go down something that's easier that won't be so uh, so uh uh you keep know just keep going, keep going, you got it. <laughs> something that's just not a pattern, essentially. Um Thanks for your help. I appreciate
1: it. I'm trying to be the bogs of this show. <laughs> I've got so fucking little over here. Keep on going. So America is that good. is
0: he still in uh, the Russia um airport.
1: Here's the funny thing about that they um you know they're kind of getting the Russians are like hey you guys need to fucking return that dude or something and Putin's like well he's not in Russia. They're like he's fucking in Moscow yet. Well, he's in the airport, but he hasn't gone through customs yet. So until he's he, in limbo. Yeah, until he goes through customs, he's not really in Russia. So, evidently, he's just fucking hanging out in, like, a couple rooms at the airport or something. But, like, no one has seen him or anything since he's been there. I don't know. It's the most fucked up story. I think it's funny that Putin's kind of being a douchebag about it. Like, I'm going to help you guys out. Fuck you guys.
0: Yeah, and I think it was Kerry. He's like, "Uh, they need to turn him over because we've given them, in the past couple of years, seven people that they wanted. Okay. It's like, all right, man. Big fucking deal. Putin don't play. Um, but it, it's just, it's amazing to me how shitty your life becomes if you share any kind of government secret. I mean, you look at, uh, what's his face from WikiLeaks? Oh, Julian Assange. Yeah, he's been in, <laughs> who is it, which uh, which country is Edward Snowden trying to find asylum in?
1: Oh, uh, well, God damn it. Is, is that- it Venezuela? I don't know what his plan is now, because he, you know, he's in Hong Kong, and then he was supposed to go to like Cuba, but then that's when he pulled that fucking deke move on the reporters, and he went to Moscow. I don't know what his game plan is now. I have to be honest, I haven't really listened to too much on it the last couple of days. After the Doman ruling and all that stuff came down, it's like, that's pretty much dictated everything on the news. That and the Trayvon Martin case. Ecuador, sorry. Oh my God. Ecuador. Yeah, I do I think I recall him seeing something about Ecuador.
0: Um, and Julian Assange it has been held in the uh, uh, embassy of Ecuador in London uh, pretty much for months. He's been there. Yeah, he's been in there a while. Um, and he can't leave because the instant he leaves, the, the, the London police are, are going to snatch him up. They've been waiting on him to leave, but he can't. It... it, it it boggles my mind that somebody that's just trying to open up the reality of what's going on to people is demonized and, vil- and vilified. And on top of that, with so much support from other people, it seems, and this goes true for pretty much anything, that the governments of these people that have the support don't give a shit and just say, well, you know, whatever. So what? Our our people support this person. We're still going to go after him." It's like, the fuck? And so essentially the government is trying to play like the teacher who knows better than the students. Yeah, <laughs> Well, there all the students want something. And then, and then the teacher's like, no, I'm the teacher. I know better. But if, if you know anything about the government, uh, yeah, we kind of know better than the government.
1: It's funny because, you know, they, I guess, you know, since it did start in a bush, they started passing the laws where it kind of made it more legal for them to do all this snoop and then all this shit. It's, I remember back in... Now, I don't remember this personally. I mean, just from watching like documentaries and stuff, but um, everybody knows about in the 70s when the Pentagon Papers got released, which were the uh, documents that... Um, I think the guy that released them was Daniel Ellsbury. I may be wrong on the name. Someone will write, well, I'm a fucking idiot on our goddamn Facebook or <laughs> something. <clears throat> but um, he's the guy that released the Pentagon Papers, and basically it was just all these government documents that said how we had been lying about... All the maneuvers and that had gone on in Vietnam, about you know the different battles there and how we were sugarcoating it, lying about the numbers, lying about the different um, missions that had gone on over there to kind of make it you know just candy coated and stuff to the public to make it more appetizing so that people wouldn't turn on it as fast and everything and you know and those got released and I know the New York Times had got them originally and I think they printed a couple pages of it and then they had a big fight with the justice's department where they're like, well, it's not illegal for you to do it, but if you know, we're going to really frown on you (laughs) if you do it. And they ended up releasing the whole things. And I don't remember, I mean, I know he took some flag for it, but I don't remember there being like this, like a whole, you know, witch hunt to try and get him. I mean, he kind of became a hero out of it, you know, for releasing them because it was doing a service. It's like, you know, look, your government's lying to you and here's the proof of it. It's so not much different than like that Bradley Manning who is involved with Assange as well. Yep. It's like these are guys now that, you know, they're probably put in positions they shouldn't be in anyway. I mean, they're like 20-year-old guys that really shouldn't have the clearances or have access to some material anyway. And then they get it and they see, they're like, oh, look, government's being dishonest. Well, let me just tell everybody about it. And then, you know, now they're looking at life in prison or Guantanamo Bay and... Force feedings and all that fun shit ahead of them. So it's amazing how the tides turn since like the 70s when someone could release the Pentagon Papers, be kind of a hero for it. Snowden turns around, does kind of the same thing, and then it's like he's vilified, he's considered a traitor and committing treason and all this shit. It's like, all right, I mean, not really, but I think he's douchey, and I think he's a little full of himself, and I don't know how much stuff he's put out there it's kind of bullshit to make him look like he knows more than he does but you know
0: yeah and i mean the government uh, across the world i mean they they hide behind these laws and these little back alleys that most people don't know or understand and i mean we do kind of give them a lot of uh a lot of bullets because we post fucking everything about ourselves nonstop all the goddamn time. I mean, you know, for the most part, most of it is just innocent. But, you know, some of it can be misinterpreted. It absolutely can be. And when a a government has the right to detain you for no reason whatsoever, and they don't have to tell you, they can just label you and you're done. It opens up a, a nice hole for them to pretty much do whatever the fuck they want to do. And, I mean, the U.S. government has already had the mentality of we do whatever the fuck we want to do. And we've just given them the the actual law to be able to do it. Now it can't even be, you know, defended against. It's something that's just written in there that they can do it and it's just something that we have to deal with. Um, Luckily, it hasn't gone, you know, on mass, but there are still plenty of cases of people who have been detained uh just because of the simple miscommunication or misinterpretation or complete and utter false information which we know the government gets a shitload of and uh they even make up their own false information i e Iraq
1: <laughs> it never happens
0: <laughs> and and just absolutely run with it. And there's a lot of just some weird shit that goes on within the government that a lot of people don't. It's it's hard if it's information, that's hard to find if you're not looking for it. Um, so I don't know if you uh, I mean, obviously, people remember the Boston bombings and the two kids that were tied to it. Uh, but do you remember hearing about some report about a guy in Florida? Uh, just
1: briefly, that they had arrested some guy that they thought may be in connection with one of them.
0: No, that's not what happened. They went and talked to, two FBI agents went to this guy's apartment. And somehow in interviewing this guy, something happened. Uh, they haven't released the FBI report at all. But the F, one of the FBI agents wound up executing the guy. Oh, really? Yeah, killed him in his apartment. Hmm and they're not releasing shit on it. Nothing. Uh they won't say if he's connected to the Boston bombing. Uh
1: It was in Florida? Yeah. Maybe they're standing their ground.
0: Mo <laughs> Fucking Florida. Uh most of the information that I have gotten about this guy from everything I've tried to find online is that they don't he wasn't really tied to the other two kids. In any way. Uh, So So I I don't know where the link...
1: I was going to say, I heard just a tiny bit that they had talked to some people in Florida that they thought were linked to them. Yeah. That's the only thing I'd really ever heard on that. I didn't hear about the whole shooting aspect.
0: But it just is really strange. And there's actually weird reports about uh, the older brother that got killed up in Boston. Um, And there's a lot of conflicting reports um, and there's a lot of things that the FBI are not telling us about his death. Um, This one person who uh, witnessed it, uh, they don't give their first name, or at least I'm not seeing it, uh, last name Matto, saw that they had shot him seven times, including in the back of the head. Now, why exactly would you do that if it's in a gun battle, as they so claim? In the back of the head seems kind of a weird angle to be at. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Um, and they're not really giving us clear indication. They're just like, you know, they essentially have said, you know, we went into gun battle. He wound up dying. They wounded the uh, younger and eventually caught him. That's essentially all they're saying. they're They're not fucking telling us anymore. It's just just really awkward, awkward things that are going on, and we're not getting any kind of information. and how do we know that I mean obviously, like with the guy in Florida, how do we know that there's not some kind of you know obvious rights being infringed upon because they're not giving us any information? We don't know shit. The only thing that I do know is that so far it doesn't seem like he's tied to anything.
1: Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, they, you know, they confiscated like computers and different stuff out of the brothers' apartments. They, they, I mean, they could always just they'll just go to that whole you know national security thing. Oh well, we have information that you know we just can't distribute to you people because it's national security and so. That's the, that's the problem with these laws now. They don't have it's like you said they don't have to bring people to trial. They don't have to put the information out there. Yeah. So you never know. You got to watch out, man. You start tab dancing on that, you're going to get the Alex Jones conspiracy people they're going to be. <laughs> yeah, man. That's exactly what's going on. It's government did that. It's like yeah. Well, no 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 no. I'm
0: not saying that I know. I'm, I'm just not saying. saying that the government had something <laughs> to you do with the awesome bombing.
1: There's some funny stuff here.
0: I'm just saying that we're not being told the whole story and it's just another another example of how the government just blatantly lies to us, and they they try like hell to claim that it's some kind of you know defense or you know public security or whatever, but the essential yeah. fact of the matter is is that they are doing suspicious suspect things they don't want us to know about because they know that we will shut them down.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we talked about the drones and their stuff. Here's a couple things I found that talk about suspicious things that they've been up to. And, you know, they kind of go in that denial mode. Um in Utah, they're building a uh, 1.7 billion dollar facility, the Utah data center, and it's uh going to be the new home for NSA's um expanding information center basically where they it's basically what they say is it's going to host like all their supercomputers and it'll yeah, store the data that. from all emails, phone calls, Big Google data. searches, other sources. Yeah, they said it, but uh, it's not going to illegally eavesdrop on any Americans. But oh, uh, shit. They said other than that, they're pretty vague on it. This no is fucking way. This is what I thought was cool about it. Uh, they said that the computers that they have there can store um, data at a rate of 20 terabytes uh the equivalent of the whole library of congress per minute damn <laughs> but they're not going to use it for you know storing information that they're pulling from phone calls and computer stuff it's, no not at all they just need the 2 billion dollar facility with these supercomputers that can hold that information <laughs>
0: And hey, if uh in case you were wondering about, you know, not only the United States but other countries, anybody listening up in Canada, guess what? The NSA is getting you too. hmm Uh apparently according to this uh global research um uh article, they talk about the Communications Security Establishment Canada or the C S <laughs> E C. NSA is NSA just rolls out the tongue. <laughs> Why can't they be easy, fucking Canadians? Uh, Um, uh, Apparently, according to uh, Wayne Esther, Canadians... uh, What the fuck? Oh my God, I'm being uh, Michael over here. He's some kind of (laughs) dude. Some guy. In the government. Some homie. (laughs) Uh, He said it was common for the NSA to pass information about Canadians to the CSEC. So and of course the obama administration is coming up and saying no we don't do that at all because there actually is a uh a constitutional prohibition saying that they cannot uh, uh surveil communications on canadians without a warrant they actually have it in their constitution uh but they're doing it anyway, according to this guy.
1: <laughs> no shit. <laughs> We're American, man. We do what we
0: want. But we just deny, deny, deny. No, no, no. We, we don't do that and pass it on. That doesn't happen at all. <laughs> um, even funnier, uh, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, uh, Obama was meeting uh, with China. And uh, one of the big issues that he was going to talk about is China hacking... Um, because apparently, what China's been doing is they hack into, or er, they have corporations that hack into our corporations and they steal trade secrets and like blueprints and stuff like that. Got to prove it. So he was going to talk to China about that and kind of tell them, hey, you know, you need to you need to clamp down on your people and get them to stop doing the, these shenanigans. Meanwhile, all this crap about the NSA and Prism is coming out. So it seems like. <laughs> He's got zero footing to be like, hey, you you need to stop, you know, spying on us and blah, blah, blah. China can just respond, well, you're spying on your own people. And you're also spying on a whole bunch of other people as well across the world. So what the fuck is the difference?
1: Yeah, it's hard to preach to those other countries. Like, I know China is one of those countries where they'll block Internet signs and stuff. Yeah, you need to open up, you know, be free. Let your people do what they want to do. It's like, okay. All right. Look who's talking. Keep on spilling it, bitch.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and if you're not, in, if you don't know about the uh, Prism thing, it's uh, NSA agents that are able to directly access the servers of most important USA-based internet companies, including Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Facebook. That's what Prism is. It just it's an all-encompassing thing where they can go into these uh, databases and just take all of the big data that they could possibly get their hands on, which is a lot they they have endless amounts of fucking hard drive space. <laughs> they got everything on you.
1: Well, don't worry about it, man. They get that center up in Utah,
0: so Jesus man, Christ, it, it just ultimately it comes down to the fact that it it just makes it to where they have all the marbles, and you got nothing. And because they are so unwilling to give any information about what they do, and not only that, but they hunt down anybody who gives any kind of information, you've got no ammunition if they come after you. You really don't have much to fight against because they have everything. They got everything on you. And even still, I mean, they can dig deep into anything that you do online And if you try and go up against them, I mean, they can expose any kind of thing that might be some kind of embarrassment to you, whatever it may be. So everybody has secrets. Some have more secrets than others. But those secrets are supposed to remain secret. That's why they're fucking secret. Um, So if you're trying to go against the government, they, you know, obviously they can spin lies about you, but they can also spin some truths and shed some light on some things that you're not exactly too proud of and some of that stuff might be in past or whatever but it's just a recipe for disaster and it needs to fucking stop and i don't understand why we tolerate it and why we just accept it and say well you know it's the government being the government
1: Yeah, well, i don't think a lot of people know i mean i didn't know about that utah facility until i started looking in
0: Oh, I knew about it uh, after this whole NSA stuff broke. Cause, See, dude, I'd never like heard I said, of you gotta, it. you got to listen to NPR, man. They were talking about it on an NPR.
1: And then a, a thing that came out last week was, this is something I pulled because, you know, we were, we've we been talking a lot about drones lately and stuff. And I know there's, I mean, you get some of these rednecks, are kind of freaking out. Like, well, if you're killing Americans, you know, overseas, and what d- makes me think that, you know, if I leave my house and go to the liquor store, I could get drone-striked over here, you know? And, <laughs> It's like, yeah, they're probably not going to be so brazen to do it here on American soil. But Yeah,
0: I don't know if they necessarily drone strike you on American soil, but...
1: But here's what they are doing with drones. Um, FBI Director Robert Mueller, he came out, and this was last week before a committee hearing, and said that um, right now that the FBI is using drones to conduct surveillance on U.S. soil. But he said, but he did preface it. He said that's only on a very, very minimal basis. And, Ooh, uh yeah. Yeah, he he said that the agency uses the drones to investigate, um, for investigative and law enforcement practices. Mostly I think what they're using it for now, according to them, is like more border patrol stuff, you know, keeping after that. But he said it's only a very small footprint and that uh, we have very, very few and they're limited use. Uh, yeah, he, I, I
0: totally believe him.
1: Yeah, he's pretty Stand-up fucking guy. <laughs> so don't worry about it. I mean, unless you're an illegal trying to cross over. Don't worry about those drones.
0: I, I'm I'm kind of amazed that they admitted it. Well, <clears throat> I mean, there there must have been something that came out that kind of kn- was damning evidence. I think
1: the reason that they had the hearings where they discussed it was because, you know, we were talking about the filibuster with Wendy Davis about the abortion thing earlier. Is, um, back when they had the big thing on drone strikes. It was a couple of months ago in the Senate they were talking about the drones use and, you know, killing the American citizens overseas and, uh, Rand Paul, um, Senator for Kentucky. I mean, he did a filibuster on it, challenging, um, Obama's, you know, use of drones and pursuing the terrorists and stuff. And I think that kind of brought it, you yeah. know, that made a big deal because a lot of people, even on the left, I mean, he's a pretty hardcore right guy, but even people on the left are against the use of those drones in that way. And uh, it brought a lot of attention to it. I think that's kind of what got these uh, hearings going. So, you know, he had to get up and at least address it. So, I mean, but I mean, I don't think people know that. I didn't. I mean, I had figured that they probably were using them because there's been, you know, if you listen to some conspiracy type shows, which I'll listen to occasionally just because they're kind of entertaining. You know, they'll talk about it. It's like, yeah, you know, they have drones flying over, uh you know, in Nevada and this and that. We see them all the time. And
0: well, I mean, yeah, if you see them lifting off, that's one thing, or touching down. But when they're up in the air, dude, you can't, you cannot fucking spot them. I mean, they, they're they silent because they're so high up in the air. Yeah. And because of their size uh, and the height of which they fly, dude, you can't fucking see them. I remember... I, I, I actually do remember seeing a... I was over at my friend's house, and he was watching some shitty show, fucking some crappy-ass thing, like Top Gun or something, where they're talking about <laughs> guns and shit. Um, Dude, that is shit. But they were talking about you know military drones and stuff, <laughs> and they did this demonstration where they drove them out like, in the middle of the desert and stuff, and unbeknownst to him, they had a drone following them the entire time, even, like, you know, you got out of the car and all that stuff, and they're like, take a look up in the air. You know, he's, like, looking around. He's like, what am I looking for? They're like, you're looking for a drone that's on you right now. Couldn't fucking spot it. Mm-hmm. And this is a trained military professional. <laughs> a layman is not going to be able to spot that motherfucker. A trained military professional can't spot it either. No,
1: they're not big. I mean, they're, like... I mean they're smaller so than like a compact car. He can go car. ahead and
0: say that they're not using them very often and it's a minimal footprint and blah blah blah. blah, blah. And But never, how the fuck are you going to know? I never thought you're these in things in the know.
1: I never thought these things would take off the way they did. When I was in um uh, when I was in the army and stuff, I did uh I took Intel school in Arizona and the the fort out there, it's Fort Huachuca is the base and they actually that's where they train all the drone operators now and stuff. And I remember I was out there when they did the groundbreaking ceremony on it on the building for it. I never would have thought how much <laughs> that would have turned into how controversial it would be at that point. You know, it just seemed like a cool thing. Like they had like the pictures of what they were supposed to look like and yeah. they had the facility and stuff. And they were just telling us, you know, it's, ah, oh, these unmanned aerial vehicles. That's what they just called them UAVs. That's all we knew them as yeah. then, you know, it's like, ah, oh, it's going to be the next new thing. And this is like early nineties, you know? And, now it's like those are the fucking death machines that everybody has to worry about trolling the skies at all <laughs> times, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: and they're making like smaller ones. Like they have some now, they said, are like the size of like literally like, you know, like large birds and yeah. stuff. And so Oh, yeah.
0: And they got small little uh, helicopter type ones uh, too. I think actually Arlington PD has awesome. a couple of them. They actually used them during the Super Bowl whenever it was here. I believe it. Um, Yeah, it's... <laughs> So just remember you're always being watched. I mean, so it, pull your pants back up. I don't want to be too doomsday scenario-esque because it I I don't I think the majority of this <laughs> stuff is probably being used to actually try and find, you know, bad guys, quote unquote. But it's it's just bad news. Like I said yeah. last week, when you have a government that has a lot of power, not a lot of brains and a lot of information, they're going to do dumb shit. And it's not going to work out for everybody.
1: I think the scary thing is, you know, like I'd kind of mentioned, like, with Manning or Snowden or these guys, these are younger guys. And, like, Snowden was a contractor, even though Manning was in the military. You have these young 20-somethings, and they have all this information at their fingertips. They get these clearances. And I think there are, I think, for the most part, they are trying to use it for the right reasons, but... I'm not saying these two guys, in the, you know, in particular, but you can get people in there, these young guys that have access to stuff, and they can use it for the wrong reasons, you know. It's easy to take advantage of having that kind of access. And yeah, that's the scary thing to me is how many people have clearances. I think there's like 3 million people in this country that have clearances that work within not just Homeland Security, but within branches of the intel, you know, within the country. It's like that's way too many fucking people I have Clearances and access, you know. <laughs> That's and really. I,
0: I think this issue just it. It's a very. It goes across all boards. I think both you know Democrats and Republicans sh- should be on the same page when it comes to uh, security and having having privacy, because it really is. And uh, the best argument that I can give for Republicans is uh, most of you have some kind of bumper sticker or flag that says "Don't tread on me." And that's exactly what the government's doing when they do this. Um, And to think of how and why people don't like our country, it's because of actions like this, because we spy on other people, because we uh, misread information and then we wind up drone striking a hospital full of kids. Oops. Or we wind up drone striking the wrong person or, you know, whatever. I mean, we just cause mass destruction across the, mainly the Middle East, but in other places, too. Um, and we deal in these espionage uh, things and we we deal weapons to people that don't need weapons and we do all this crazy shit. And that goes back to my flip on it instead of don't tread on me. It should be, don't tread on others. That should be your philosophy. Because if you don't tread on others, hopefully that means that they're not going to tread on you. Mm-hmm. They're going to return it in kind. You tread on people, <laughs> they're going to come at you. For sure. There's very, very few amount of people that, if you push them hard enough, are not going to fight back. It. I don't care how passive your uh, society is. You're pushed hard enough. You're going to fight back. Plain and simple. So, just a little thought. Don't tread on others. That's the way to go. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have anything else? Nah. Okay. I think
1: I think that's a good point to, to stop on. You're well, right. It's I'm, just like when we talked about the Doma thing. It's like, hey, it's not hurting anybody else. Yeah. It doesn't affect you. Don't, you know, save your fight for something that's more important.
0: So, we have been doing, uh, well, we did it last week you're where we do right. a little video after the fact. Uh, where we kind of continue the topic. Uh, This one, I'm actually going to have uh, a a solution, something to help you with your privacy. So definitely check us out on YouTube and see what I have to say. Or don't. (laughs) All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, don't tread on others.
1: Peace out, mofos.